Hello, we are No More Sex as Shit. I'm Beth. I'm Louise. And today we'll be talking all about the most recent episode of Doctor Who called Eve of the Daleks. <laughs> Before we get started, issuing a spoiler warning again, you know the drill, we're going to be spoiling everything about this episode, so if you haven't watched it, go away, watch it, or if you don't know the spoilers, go away, watch it, find out the spoilers and come back. Okay, a summary of the episode. Um, Nick turns up to Elfstodish to drop off Monopoly board, which annoys Sarah, who would rather be celebrating New Year's, but is there because her employee Jeff has not turned up for the shift. Um, meanwhile, the Doctor, Yaz and Dan are resetting the TARDIS to move the aftermath the damage of the flux and plan to go to a space beach until the TARDIS is fixed. However, they arrive in the basement of Elf Storage and arrive in a time loop. A Dalek arrives and kills Nick and Sarah before killing all three of the TARDIS team. And then we get the credits. The time loop resets and they realise that they're stuck in the building in the time loop. And we see the all of the characters die multiple times and we see the, doc- the Daleks hunt the Doctor as the time loop gets shorter. We find lots of funky and banned objects stored by Jeff and they plan to use fireworks to destroy the Daleks and to get the building destroyed so they can escape the time loop. And the third last time loop, the power goes out. Sarah and Nick are killed. The Doctor leaves Yaz and Dan to TARDIS where they talk about their feelings. The next time loop is a diversion and Dan brings up the feelings to the Doctor, and we get lots of emotion. There's eventual plan, eventually the plan works, blowing up the building and the Daleks, with we'll a firework display and a good start to 2022. What do you think, Beth? <laughs> I think it was a pretty good episode. I wouldn't say it was my favourite episode, but it was good, and um, there are some big moments in this episode particularly that were a big jump for BBC to make so we'll get onto that a bit later (laughs) yeah so let's talk about the characters first so our Mm -hmm. first we had two guest stars in this episode the first was Ashling B an Irish comedian um, from Kildare in Ireland and she plays Sarah who is a grumpy storage locker owner and she's just not very nice to Nick. No, or to anybody. Or anybody, yeah. She is very quick to place the blame on anyone she can think of. First, she puts on Nick for having to be there for Nick to use his storage locker and then she quickly passes it on to the doctor which fair does because it is the doctor's fault but at the same time blame doesn't solve anything in this case mm. I, get her mum we get her mum yeah her mum <laughs> yeah. that interaction I think is one of the funniest bits in this episode and she keeps saying oh mommy mommy like the loads won't be full <laughs> at midnight yeah which happens on every time loop and that was a really nice touch yeah. and that was that was funny and we I, get the touching i love you mum and then she says are oh, you drunk which happened <laughs> yeah this was really really funny yeah i really yeah that was that was funny and i felt like 
she could have played a funnier role and I'm not sure because she is a comedian that is what she's known for and she has done some serious acting serious and air quotation marks again acting as well and she I just don't understand why she was put in this box of a grumpy character when there could have been she could have done a lot more with that character and kept it more fun and yeah yeah, silly it was good like when she came on screen you're like this is gonna be good Mm -hmm. she was very hectic and chaotic which was good and that that added to the whole um sense of the episode i would say if jodie wasn't leaving that she could have been a companion Mm-hmm. She would have been but, good. Yeah. yeah. I obviously uh, they can't do that. Yeah, I was speaking to someone and they had said that they were quite keen for Ashley B to take the role on as the doctor. And that would have really? also been really good, I think. But she did I, have ob- energy. Yeah, she did have an energy, and I think it, it could have um could have worked quite well. But now that she's been a companion, well, not a companion, but and on the show, it's less likely that she will be on. Although saying that, Peter Capaldi was in an episode of Doctor Who, and then he comes as the twelfth Doctor. So yeah, and Torchwood, he was in Torchwood. Yeah, exactly. That's a fair point as well. And by Chris Chibnall, some of that as well. So anyway, she argues the Doctor a lot, which is kind of interesting because they mm-hmm. don't know why. Mm-hmm. She wasn't scared. Well, she no, was, but she wasn't like she challenges the doctor a lot, which is quite interesting. Yeah. I loved the bit where she is about to get exterminated by a Dalek, and she says, "No, no, I no, don't, yeah. you don't get to do that." And that was I that I felt that bit was probably a highlight for me of her character. That was a good bit that I enjoyed, but then she yells at Nick, which eventually. Pushes him over the edge. That was not cool. No. She does have one of the best lines in this, which I liked. Good-hearted weirdos are actually the keepers. Yeah. I like that. That So important. And the reaction afterwards, which we'll talk about when we get to Yaz. Yeah, we shouldn't talk about that until the end of the podcast. It will get derailed. Yep. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Shall we move on to Nick? Sounds good. Um, Who was he played by? He was played by Ajani Salmon. I hope that's... I don't really know how you pronounce his name, but I think it's Ajani Salmon. That's what I was asking you. <laughs> he was weird. Yep. Um, I loved the, the ex-girlfriend thing. Was a bit creepy? It was really creepy. I was like, is this an that. episode of you? <laughs> yeah, they did acknowledge that, especially when Yaz went, they're still alive, right? <laughs> yeah. It was Love really that. weird. It was really weird. I didn't like. Oh, he mm. was just weird. They all gang like, Yaz and Sina ganged up on them. Got ganged up on them at the end. But to me, Yaz was defending them a bit, but still. Yeah, I I was sure that in that Monopoly game set, it was not actually Monopoly in it. Like I don't yeah. know why, but I was convinced there was something else in that Monopoly board. But so I don't was know. I. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I'd be, like, evil at the start, to be honest. Yeah, he was Yeah, he was just a strange character. It was nice, though, that in the end, he ended up travelling with Sarah. Oh, that, was, that line said, it's kind of weird to go on a first date, travel in the world with somebody you've just met. Yeah, I call it of every single Doctor Who episode yep. ever. Yeah. Yeah. 
an honourable guy at the same time, Nick, because he does self-sacrifice himself for the whole TARDIS team and Sarah. But, yeah, it wasn't really needed. I mean, they were literally going to just come back in a way. Yeah. And then Sarah says he's a stalker, which was a bit harsh. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and he literally comes to save her the uh-huh. second loop. And she's just looking for a weapon. But I'm glad that they did confront each other on that issue when they're but then that's how they get exterminated again by Dalek, because they're talking yeah. really loudly. Arguing to Sunday, and that's why you get discovered as such a mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just every Every Doctor Who episode, I feel like there's always an argument or something where yeah. voices are raised and then that's how they get found out. Yeah. Honorable or- mention to Jeff. Never seen. But they're in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> we have lots of strange stuff. What was the strangest you thought? I don't know. I, I mean, think beef and beans. Yeah, that, yeah, definitely. That, oh, why? And they're out of date. <laughs> why? I don't know. That was all the promo packs. It was just beef and beans. It was just bizarre. I wondered if it was maybe, you know, how people are in preparation of an apocalypse. They have these kind of bunkers with loads of food that will last them. But it's out of date and it's just beef and beans. We did Jeff Hodgson's story. Yeah, we do. (laughs) That's very true. Just like a five minute clap. It's just like... yeah. Just why beef and beans? Of course, before we go on to the team TARDIS, there is the other character that came back from the woman who fell from Earth, Carol, at the end, looking at the fireworks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was nice. He yeah. had self-esteem. He was like, is this firework display for me? So that was that was kind of cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. really random because yeah. she decided to move to Manchester from Sheffield, but hmm. let's just not think about that. Yeah, well, move on. <laughs> So, the Doctor. Yes. I mean, this whole episode is because of the flux, essentially, because the Doctor helped the Centaurans, in a way, blow up a whole bunch of military fleet Daleks. So, not great. Must be annoying. It's like, she's like, it's the one time that I'm not actually responsible for blowing up the Daleks. Exactly. I think this is the only... I read somewhere that this is the only time in the whole creation of Doctor Who that the Doctor has been killed multiple times by Daleks that she has been exterminated, which was interesting. And you at the start of the episode, when they all first get exterminated, you're like, sorry, what? But then it's a time loop. I think that would be better if they killed the companions before the Doctor. Yeah. Like, a tw- 20 seconds, and that would give it suffering. Yeah. But then she went, not like this. Like, what? Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. I liked the yeah. Doctor in this episode. It was, yeah. She was, good. she was lots of fun, and she was, oh, she was just so buzzing with energy this episode, which was really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. still hasn't told Yaz about her past and what's going on and what happened with the division and she really needs to do that she owes it to Yaz well they were going to a beach to talk about their feelings yeah which echoes Rose and the doctor but we'll not think about that yep (laughs) sorry (laughs) 
Yes. Yes, and she. But would she really talk about it? Would she? Because I, she, she <laughs> still know. put it off during the the time loop. She, it, she was yeah. clearly putting it off. And at the end of the episode, when they're in the TARDIS again, she was putting it off again. That annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I was like, why do you? Do? I had to swallow this character development, and then just reverting to old ways. So. Oh, typical Doctor. Shall we move on to Yaz? Because. Yep, go for it. Go for it. Major Yaz reveal. So, yeah, Yaz is lost the doctor. Surprise, surprise. Are we really surprised? No, we saw this coming. (laughs) Yes, I can't believe they did it. I know. I honestly, I mean, we said in our last podcast episode about Doctor Who, we were, we wanted to see this relationship develop romantically or not. Yeah. We didn't, we were very skeptical that it would actually happen because it's BBC, (laughs) but it did. Yeah, because I was thinking about it beforehand Mm -hmm. and I was like, last companion was a lesbian, so we'll do it twice in a row. Mm, that's a fair point and then we got the whole kind-hearted weirdos that was a throwaway line and then Yaz physically looked at the doctor doctor yeah. said what and I'm like oh and then Dan just looked at them and he was like I know <laughs> and then we got the really hot woman like sang with Dan and Yaz yeah and he's okay. like when are you when are you gonna tell her and she's like tell her what that you're in love with her and she was like, I haven't even told myself yet. And yeah. that was oh deep, man. That was, was deep. so deep. It was like, <clears throat> I don't know. What did she say? Oh, that was very deep. Yeah, I mean, that's such a big part of, you know, I don't know, being in love or just, yeah, yeah being in love and loving someone and not knowing if they love you back. And it, you don't want to say it out loud in case because that makes it real and that makes it a problem that you then have to deal (laughs) with yeah so that was that was good that was good writing I liked the bit where so I thought kind of hard to be be the only bit and then Dan said how do you feel about her and then she said I don't know what you mean I thought it would cut and then it didn't and then she said is it obvious duh yeah (laughs) and he said not to a kind hearted weirdo and that was cute because she's like yeah and and of course they bring back the whole thing of how they had been in back in time together for four years without the doctor and that was really good and yeah because obviously obviously you would pick up during that time the hologram you mentioned the hologram yeah i think that um john bishop's the biggest stasmanship of them all yeah because um on twitter which you're on um he liked Sasman posts. So he was like, somebody tweeted, um, the hologram is not platonic. And he liked that like ages ago. So. Oh, what a guy. I love John Bishop. I love Dan. Dan is I love Dan. amazing. Let's go on to Dan. Okay. So, yeah. So, obviously, He's... Dan knows about the Doctor and Yaz. And I did not expect him to confront Yaz about it or the doctor. I thought, okay, he'll yes. say to Yaz, but he won't then go and talk. And but no, he goes and talks to yeah. the doctor. The doctor's very defensive, which was that was good. Yeah, I think it's just the whole thing that the doctor just doesn't want to let people in again because there's just been so much problems when he does. After that, was like 
she likes you, you know? She's like, yeah, I like her too. She's like, no, she likes you. I don't know what you mean. Like, yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I know. Yes. I was like, come on, doctor, stop it. And then she's like, sad. Yeah. And then at the end, we get the look. Yeah, we get the looks between both. Yes. It's reciprocated. Yes. yes. It was good. It's a good start to. Yeah. Another thing with Dan that made me made me giggle when they're in that storage locker when they're hiding, he picks up an iron and a ski and is about to use them as defense weapons for the yeah. Dalek. He, it's so random. I I love that bit. Yeah, it was great. And he distracts the Dalek so that the Doctor can carry out her that plan. That was comedy. Yeah. That was amazing. That was so funny about the delivery and stalking things. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like them. It's a shame, but they're doing all the Manchester hate. At the start, he was like, not Manx. And it's very Northern, like Sheffield versus Liverpool versus Manchester. Yeah. Which is quite funny, but um, Yaz says something because I think Sarah says something to Dan and then she's like, no one gets to bully him apart from me. She did something yeah. along those lines, but just quite and he's nice. Like, and he's like, thanks. She's like, yes. <laughs> I know. That was so funny. That was so funny. And he says to Doctor, you said universe last week. Guy, what you want? That was yeah, cute. Yeah, that was and so cute. Look and after each other. Look, yeah. And oh, yeah. God, and sure. I liked that they um, touched on the flux a little bit. They referred to it briefly, which was which was quite lovely. Yeah, that was a good... I was wondering what was going to happen with all that. Yeah, and it's a week after. They give you that much that it's a week after the flux has happened that this takes yeah. place. Yeah, this is still wearing the same clothes, though. <laughs> like, I understood for the flux, but they like... No, that doesn't make a lot of sense. That is a fair point. Maybe yeah. she had worn other clothes and then these were just the clean ones sheds left. I don't know. Possibly. We don't know. Does, Does the doctor much. have a washing machine in the TARDIS? Probably. I presume so. That's a timey, timey thing. Yeah, so. Yeah. A else? cool thing about the Daleks in this episode was that, you know, they adapt to their situation. They oh, yeah, the ex- executional ones. Exactly. And they, yeah, and they literally predict what the, they are, the humans are going to do. I really like the Daleks in this one. It really yeah. used their potential. Yeah, totally. Although, this is something I'll never get past with the Daleks. How, when they're running in a straight line, do they miss them? Like, they're shooting at them, and yeah. somehow a target running in a straight line, they miss? What? There's a lot of running this episode. Yeah, there was a lot of running. A lot of running upstairs for Sarah. She had to keep running up the stairs. Yeah. I was like, and five flights or something like that. I was I like, know. you'd be knackered after that. That building is so unsafe. I don't know how. Yeah, not great. And then, oh, the lift. They they shoot out the lift and it doesn't work. That was that was scary. I was like, that is not fun. And she's trapped in the lift. The bit where the mum phones. Nobody actually picked up. It just kind of went. Yeah. Like, let's ignore that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The broken. Yeah, it was broken. That's true. That's probably why it worked. Yeah. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Surely she would see the Dalek, though. I know. I was like, how is she not responding? And she would hear it for sure. If she didn't see it, she would hear it. 
but yeah it was oh, well. a, it was a, it was a good episode it was good they only had such a little cast but I don't feel empty yeah exactly I liked how intimate it was and it felt like you were part of the the TARDIS team you were part of the group traveling along with them um, even if you didn't entirely like <laughs> the guest stars <laughs> yes they used oh, the rooms quite well yeah, they used the rooms really well. I like that, and we kind of explored all the different rooms. I like the bit with the doctor where she goes into each storage locker. That was quite funny. Yeah. Looking for what's in it and stuff. And then, obviously, we see the fireworks at the end, which it was so funny. I was like, of course there's fireworks at the end. Of course they're using fireworks. It's New Year's Eve. Yes, that was good. I like the bit where Sarah says at the start, don't use hazard materials. What is hazard? Something that if you set fire to it, would be dangerous. And then at least the doctor says, you know what, Yaz? Yeah. See if we set fire to us. I noticed that. That was cool. Yeah. That was very that cool. Was good. I don't know what else to say about this episode apart from the doctor, yeah. Yaz. So. I know that was the main thing of this episode. That was kind of the bomb yes. shell. I think people are, it's people that are against it, but mm. the doctor is canonically married to yeah. a woman yeah. but then she's dead so it's a whole thing yeah but everybody says it came out of nowhere and it really didn't it really really didn't I mean this has been no. going on I mean if you didn't notice during the flux that was the most no. obvious thing ever but it had been going on before then it just wasn't yeah. Yeah. as pronounced because we had Ryan and Graham yeah um, I'm in the UK that was the first tenant, I think. That was mm-hmm. only like episode five of the first season. Wow. Where Yaz's mum asked if they were dating. So I feel like yeah. that was yeah, yeah, the start yeah. of it. But she also asked Yaz if she's dating Ryan. Mm-hmm. And there's rumours, I don't know how true it was, that that was originally going to be Ryan and Yaz. Right. When they changed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think their Yaz and the Doctor would be better suited. Yeah. I may be slightly biased, but I know. <laughs> I think Can't the BBC did that though. I know. I honestly, the amount of times Louise and I have discussed um Yaz and the Doctor, and the amount of times we've discussed that it just won't happen, unfortunately. And then it they literally just it did happen. I mean, I was gobsmacked. Yes, that was very good. The BBC um England New Year show had Ollie Alexander as a host and had drag queens on it. Oh good. That got a lot of hate, but they still did it. So Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And of course we had Vigil with two yeah. traffic leads, which was nice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're getting better. They are getting better, which is good. And we appreciate the BBC for so much. They've done yes. so much television that we both appreciate. It's getting more diverse, which is always a good thing. It's always a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> there's always going to be people that just don't want to go with the future but it's it's needed yes. it's much needed but that's okay. awesome shall we go on to reviews for how yeah. people did it and then yeah so the guardian newspaper rated it three out of five stars which isn't great they basically said that it just wasn't very good that having these two comedians ajani and uh, ashling playing straight roles was just wrong which I have to agree with because they had so much potential to make it so much more funnier um, than what they did which I think was a shame and they tried to cram not too much into it 
and they said something about how they made it so that they lost a minute each time they came uh-huh. back was just to finish the episode so that they had somewhere to go with it so yeah. I'm not I, I agree with some points of this article which is available to read online but I wouldn't agree with all of it I think the Ashling B and um thing was quite accurate but yeah. um yeah so and then yeah isn't Dan more funnier and yeah. that really shouldn't be the case exactly exactly yeah I quote from Den of Geek this holiday outing turned out not just to be one of the tightest and most engaging episode Chibnall's ever written it's also one of the better Dalek outings since the show came back in 2005 it was quite good um, yeah what would you give it out of five? Oh, I would maybe you give it thought? three and a half oh. quite harsh I know I felt there was a lot more potential. I did really appreciate, though, um, the Yaz and the 13th Doctor becoming canon, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it, um, yeah. it wasn't enough to boost it even more. I would give it 4.5. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah. I would give it a 5, but I don't know. I would say 4.5 to a 5. We'll see. Just that, that range. Yeah, it was. I really liked it. I couldn't find any flaws in it, which was mm-hmm. nice. I think all That's the characters good. were good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The comedians, I thought, were good. They could be yeah. better. Yeah, you can't get bogged too much bogged down in that. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends on a lot of what is written as well. You know, you you just have yeah. to go by what's in the script. I really liked Dan in this episode. Dan yeah. came into his own as a companion. Yeah. Finally, he's not Definitely. just him anymore. Yeah, he is a companion. Yeah, there was a little bit more interaction between the Dan and Doctor, but still not a lot. So hopefully we'll get more in the next episode. Yeah, the, the Doctor never talks to Dan. No. Like, what conversation? On Sweden, I've had, hi, Dan. This said, run. Um, we'll save her. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? This is the plan. And Dan said, oh, by the way, something might like you. Only interactions I've ever had. Yep. Not so, a lot. No. So hopefully we'll get more of that in the next special. I know. Easter. Easter. Oh, so far away. It was quite good. The sea devils are coming back. The classic. Yeah, show. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be yeah. good. Some good. Chibnall does classic who quite well. Yeah, totally. Which is quite yeah. nice. Yeah. So we'll see them. Yeah. So. So in our very first episode, we were talking about the flux. And of course, the Weeping Angels made another appearance. We had talked about how amazing the Weeping Angels are and we had no idea how the costumes or how they were made. Were they actual statues? Were they people? We thought they were dancers. We later that day found out how they were made. And basically they have actors come in and they are painted and powdered and they have these, like, the top half is like a mold yeah yeah a mold that they put on and they have a wig that they put Mm -hmm. on well a mask as well i would say yeah yeah they have a mask on their face and a a, you know kind of molded head basically and all their arms are painted in their chest so that's that's how it's done and once they have these things on they can't take them off so there's really funny behind the scenes footage of them with these electric fans and doing funny things in these costumes so it's on youtube somewhere i'm sure you'd be able to find it quite easily and some of the weeping angels however are actually you know statues 
models. It's seemingly quite scary because sometimes they forget what the actors forget which ones are statues and which ones are people. Oh yes. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think I'd be able to cope with that. Yeah. They freak me out enough. Yeah, totally. So our person of the day today is Ashling B, who is obviously Sarah in this episode. So a little bit about Ashling B. She wrote and stars in the hit series This Way Up, which has won, I think it won a BAFTA possibly. It's won an award. Don't quote me on that. She supported the campaign Repeal the Eighth, which overturned the ban on abortion in the 2018 Irish referendum, which is awesome so back when she was first starting out as a comedian she won an award at the edinburgh fringe festival i think in 2014 and it was the so you think you're funny award she studied french and philosophy in trinity college dublin and during her time there she was part of a student sketch comedy group which probably started her kind of passion for comedy and stand-up she then went on to study acting at the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Arts. So yeah, she's a pretty awesome person. Um, she yeah. she's focusing more on writing and producing at the moment than acting. She's appeared in lots of things. She wanted to do serious acting first mm-hmm. of all, um, but kept getting cast in these comedic roles. So then she looked towards stand up, and she's a regular on. BBC shows like Would I Lie to You, 8 Out of 10 Cats, lots of things like that. She's been yeah. on the last leg a few times, has she not? Yeah, and yeah. she and and she actually, I think she was in the series The Fall with Gillian Anderson and Jamie Dornan oh. um, as well, so some serious acting in there as well. Yeah. So she's a pretty awesome lady and she does a lot of activism and things for the environment and lots of feminist mm-hmm. issues, so cool women she was tweeting um yesterday about how the costume on the say of doctor who made her costume sustainable yeah good yeah really awesome and she yeah she posts a lot about that kind of thing and shopping sustainably and helping the environment yeah she's a she's a really cool cool lady yeah. and down to earth cool. which is which is always nice mm-hmm. do we have any series for next specials for doctor who <sighs> Well, they need to confront this issue, you know, this profession of love, which hasn't been said yet. I think, I hate to say it, but I think there's going to be a big parallel between Rose and the Doctor and Yaz and the Doctor. I feel like Yaz is going to come to an end similar to that of Rose, which I'm not mentally prepared for. We've got two episodes left and they need to get rid of the companions and the Doctor. So, um. There's been rumours that Bradley Walsh is back in the TARDIS. Interesting. For the centenary, which would be, it might be good. It might be sadder if Yaz dies and he comes back. No. But let's not think about that. Um, I'm less worried, I think, that I'm less worried that Dan will die than Yaz will die. Because I think that Dan might just leave. Yeah, I think so. But I don't think there's any way that Yaz will leave she ha- unless she has to. I think it's a shame that Dan is having to leave because I feel like he only just started and now he's having to leave. It would yeah. have been nice to see Dan in it more, but obviously because of COVID, the series, the flux was cut short. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, yeah. 
So thank you so much for listening. And next time we will be talking all about... Marvel Studios Hawkeye TV show. Yeah, with Kate Bishop. Yep. Fun. Fun. So, so join us then to hear all about that. And stay safe, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you.